back again, everybody. This is your host, Chris Bodie, and you're listening to the Becoming a Great Dad podcast. Uh, I'm excited because if you have been keeping count like I have, this will be episode 16, and this will be actually the last episode of season one. Um, I'm going to probably do 16 episodes uh, each season. Uh, the number 16 has just kind of always been, you know, a good lucky number for me. So uh, I picked it and we'll stop there. And I'm going to take a break, take a little small break, and we're going to start right back up with season two and uh, keep this train rolling. So uh, topic that we're going to talk about today, and I got a little personal story uh, to kind of add into today's podcast, but we're going to talk about parental burnout, how it affects us and, and ways to combat it. Um, and, you know, this is just, you know, more than just the, oh, I'm tired as a parent. Like, this is when you are really at your wits end and you're just burnt out and you have no gas left in the tank. Um, before I really get into it, I want to give a special congratulations to um, a couple of folks who are either uh, having babies or who um, have had a baby. Uh, first, give a shout out to Larry Pecknick, a good friend of the podcast, guy I work with, uh, they just had a baby boy, Liam, so big congratulations to him, uh, was born, I think, about a week and a half ago. Uh, my cousin Mandy and her husband, Kirk, they are expecting their third child, and I, I want to say she's probably due any week now, any day now, I might get a text or a phone call. And then, uh, lastly, my brother Alden, uh, first-time dad, he's excited, I'm excited for him, uh, just went to the gender reveal what, like a week or two ago, they are having a baby girl. So a lot of babies in and around the family. Um, so big congrats, big shout out to all of you guys. I'm excited about that. So like I said, we're going to talk about uh, parental burnout. And, um, you, know, I, you, know, you know, what's funny about this topic is that um, we had a little situation in the house um, that kind of coincided and, and, and before this happened, I had actually wrote down notes to talk about burnout and parenthood and fatherhood and how it affects us. And then it kind of happened. So it was really an eye opener to see, you know, like how that really affects people and what happens. But I'll bring you back a little bit and we'll, you know, and we'll kind of, you know, do like a little flashback story time. Okay. So this was a Friday afternoon. Um, I think I had just gotten home from work. Um, you know, I came inside and I greeted the kids like I normally do. You know, I greeted the dog, uh, walked upstairs to my room, and my wife was just, she was in a state, you know, not, not like a frantic state, but I could just tell she was, you know, like, you know, she was about to blow um, and let me give you some context around, you know, most times when you hear stories about women being overwhelmed, it can come off like, oh, the woman's weak or she can't. No, no, no. My wife uh, definitely can handle the weight of motherhood and parenthood. So just to give context around the kind of mom and person she is. So it wasn't like she was just having a bad day. Or didn't want to hear the kids. I could tell when I walked in the room, you know, she was just burnt out. And 
a couple of days prior to that, I think actually when I came home, same kind of situation. I came home one day and she just had a garbage bag. And I was like, babe, what are you doing with the garbage bag? And she was like, the kids' rooms are a mess. And I was like, okay, so, you know, like what was about to happen with the garbage bag? Like, and I think she was just about to walk in there and just pitch everything away, which, hey, I don't blame her. The kids keep their room messy, so that's fine. But, you know, the kids have been home from school all year because of COVID, uh, you know, um, I'm doing virtual classes and now it's the summertime and, you know, it's just that constant routine day in, day out. And I just looked and I just said, wow, you, you know, I, you know, I, I could tell that it was just more of just her, you know, being tired. Now, normally when she's tired, you know, I'll kind of see and say, hey, kids, you know, come out the room. And, you know, we do little things as a couple, as parents, like, you know, sometimes we'll sneak off and get food by ourselves or, you know, we'll just kind of, you know, leave her in the room to have a moment. Um, but, you know, I really kind of, you know, I really realized, hey, you know, she's really going through something. And, you know, for the first time, I think it really hit me that as parents, you know, we we give a lot. I mean, we really give and give. And I don't think we realize how draining that is sometimes. And I don't think that, you know, we even realize that we are burnt out. And look, I get it. You know, parents are not supposed to be burned out. You know, we're taught that, you know, parenting is so rewarding and so fulfilling. And that is so wonderful and you should be instantly fulfilled when you have a child. And I think, too, it even kind of makes it more difficult these days is social media. Because now you have social media and, you know, you see these people taking pictures of their kids. And the pictures are beautiful and the kids are smiling, the parents are smiling. And everything is natural, this and homemade, that. And look, I have no problem. Okay, I have no problem, you know, with all of that, but I do think sometimes that makes us as parents look at ourselves and go, man, am I good enough? Like, am I a good enough dad? Like, am I doing a good enough job? And, you know, just that constant routine and really not realizing that you're giving out so much um, for her. And when I just looked at her and I was talking to her, I realized, yeah, this is what burnout really looks like. I did find a study uh, from a university in Belgium, and they actually did a research study on parental burnout, and I found that extremely interesting. Um, what they first of all defined parental burnout is a syndrome that parents get when they are just exhausted. Um, more than just physically, and it's characterized by a feeling a feeling overwhelmed, and this can be either physically or emotionally. Um, they start to become distant from their children, and they just have this sense that you know they're just ineffective parent. Um, and it affects you know both mom and dad. I think the, I believe the study said that it um, you know as far as you know between men and women, 
um, they found that it affects two thirds, two thirds of women and one third of men. Um, and single parents or even parents with special needs children even have it difficult. Um, or I guess more difficult because of the challenges that, you know, they have to endure on top of just normally raising a child. And one of the the main problems I think when I read the study talked about was that, you know, people who are affected by the burnout, they often struggle to number one, realize they're burnt out. And number two, they really can't see, okay, well, what can I do about this burnt outness, if I can use that word, right? They really don't see any viable, you know, kind of solutions to it. And so, you know, back to the story. So I walked in the room, I was talking to her and she was telling me how she was overwhelmed. And, you know, me as a man, my first thought was, okay, I understand this is an issue. And I asked her, I said, what do you need? Like, what do you need from me? What do you need me to do? And the ironic thing about it is that she really couldn't answer. She said, I don't, she said, I don't know. And let me repeat what I said from the study. The main problem with us being burnt out is that we really can't see a viable solution. I thought, okay, well, you know, should I send the kids by grandma for a day or two? Should I, you know, get them out? I mean, you know, what do you need me to do? Like, do you need to go shopping? Like, what is it that would make you feel better? And, you know, I, you know, I realized, okay, this is something, you know, and I was kind of suggesting also stuff, uh, you know, things that are more topical, like, you know, you want a spa day or you want to go to a nice dinner, things I know that she likes, you know, do you want to, you know, you know, she, you know, she likes conversation and dinner, right? But again, I mean, like, was that, I mean, that might have helped in that moment, but was that really going to solve the problem of the feeling overwhelmed, um, the exhaustion and the just like, hey, like, I need more than just a break. I need something really to change. And, you know, I need something sustainable that will help, you know, pass today or pass this weekend. And to be honest, you know, later on when I said and thought about, I guess, the solutions that I was trying to give to her, I realized, wait, Chris, you know, you are trying to give, you know, these real topical um, solutions that you know, yes, they will make her feel good. But then I start to feel bad, you know, I guess as her partner, because I realized, wait a minute, like I had kind of missed these signs, you know, like people don't just get burnt out, just, you know, out the blue, like take, for example, right. You know, if you had a job and you get burnt out, you know, you have, weeks and months and sometimes years from stress or a demanding boss or, you know, never ending deadlines or to-do list that is a mile long. And I kind of do feel like job burnout is the same as parental burnout because there's this continued stress that if it's not addressed, you're going to just quit. But here's the catch. With a job, yeah, look, I can... 
I can quit a stressful job. I can't quit being a dad. I can't quit being a parent. And so, you know, I didn't really notice or look for those warning signs. And so, you know, after the fact, in hindsight, I told myself, okay, Chris, you really got to, you know, be mindful of that. And these are actually some of, I think they talked about three or four different signs you can look for in yourself to see if you are heading, you know, to that burnout phase or if you have burnt out already. Uh, the first sign is exhaustion. And this could be various types. This could be emotional, um, where you just have this feeling like you're just not there anymore. Uh, this could be cognitive, where you just can't think properly. Like I remember one time I was with the kids and we were doing a simple task, like giving them a bath. And I think about it now, I just couldn't figure out like simple things like where are the damn towels, where is their bad, you know, toy, where's the soap stuff that I can probably do on autopilot. I just cognitively, my brain could not match up that stuff. But when I go back and think about it, that week was a very stressful week. And so I was probably exhausted and fatigued from that. Um, and then on top of that, just being physically exhausted. Uh, the second one is just um, a loss of the pleasure of parenting. You know, sometimes, you know, as parents, I know like there are times that, you know, you have little moments and it's really a pleasure. Like, for me, for example, right, when I come into the house, um, the way the kids greet me, right, I love it. I wouldn't change it for the world. Like, my two youngest kids, they're super excited. They come in the house. They're like, ah, daddy's home. And they run to me and jump on me and hug me because they know when daddy's home, fun's about to start. And, you know, Chris, um, you know, Chris Jr.'s love language is quality time. So, you know, when he comes home, he's like, hey, dad, you going to go to the park, play chess, you know. And then for Heaven, you know, her love language, um, I think with me, a lot of times it's communicating because like, you know, she'll just randomly come up to me and start talking about her day or having a conversation that'll be a really good long conversation, but it's just her, you know, wanting time to talk to me. And there are some times when, you know, I'm excited about that, but there are some times and I can remember I just lose the pleasure in that, like I have come home sometimes and drove in a driveway and just sat there for five minutes and gone, okay, I'm going to go in the house and let me take a deep breath. And it has nothing to do with not wanting to be home or the kids. When I think back to it, I was probably burnt out and didn't realize it, but that that is kind of the loss of pleasure in it. Um, the third is being emotionally distant from your children. And, you know, this too can be tied to, you know, having low energy. I know Toya told me this one time and it made perfect sense to me. And I think most parents, you know, you know, can admit to this, you know, um, and look, I've even done this, you know, she says, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm just kind of going through the motions or doing, 
you know, like the basics. And I've, I'm, and, and look, look, I've, I've definitely done that. Like I've woke up and been like, oh my God, like, you know, let me just make sure these kids eat and they don't burn the house down. And let me just make sure they're not in the phone or iPad or TV too long. And let me just do like the bare minimum and the basics so that you know, everyone is alive and okay. And then the third one is trying to escape. And I know I'm definitely guilty of this. Um, you know, and the one way I know we all try to escape is through technology, you know, just being in our phones, being on the computer, being in social media. I mean, just really finding anything else to do at that moment to occupy your time. And 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 those are the the signs that the studies say that if you're experiencing, you know, these signs, then you are probably either burnt out or heading toward, you know, being burnt out, or as I like to say, burnt outness. Okay. And now. A word from my sponsor. But now let's talk about, okay, how do I combat that? How do I fight against that? I mean, you know, being a parent is a, what, a 24 hour, seven day a week 365, 366, you know, on a leap year job. There was a funny meme that I saw literally just today that was like, uh, the guy was like, oh, okay, now I'm gonna mess up the joke. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm a mess up. I, I hate messing up jokes. Um, but the guy was like, meeting my wife between the 20 minutes that the kids go to sleep and that we go to sleep and, and then at the bottom he said, let's party. You know, and like that is really sometimes the only offer break time we have when the kids go to sleep. But how do we effectively keep ourselves fresh, um, keep ourselves energized so that we really can be the best parents to our kids? And and here are three kind of examples. Um, they had a couple more, but I kind of distilled them down to three um, that we can practice uh, to what I call better parental self-care. And one of them is being okay with accepting offers for help or asking for help. And I know that might sound, you know, that might sound self-explanatory, but let me just remind everybody, you know, Sometimes some parents don't have help. You may have parents who are, you know, they're not around family. Uh, they may be distant from family. They may live in a different city state. Um, or, you know, this may be more common. You may just have family that is judgmental. Like, I know people that have said, oh, like, I can't ask so-and-so to babysit for me because they'll go, oh, you can't handle your kids. Like I was able to handle you when you were coming up. And it kind of makes you feel, you know, like, well, damn, like I should be able to handle my kids. Like I should be able to watch them and color with them and play with them. But it's okay. Like we need to be okay with either asking for help 
or accepting help when needed. Um, I think the other thing too is taking a break for a period of time from extra responsibilities that you do. And here's a key word, uh, for a period of time, okay? Um, and I'll give you a perfect example, but one of my dad duties I do every night is, you know, um, I give the kids a bath um, and primarily the youngest too. So for like Emmanuel, I'll just run his bath water, or shower water. Um, he's old enough at this point to get his towel and his pajamas. Uh, for Bina, our youngest one, I have to actually get her pajamas, get her towel and get her a bath, right? That's my duty every night. Um, but one of the things they talked about is, you know, talking to your partner if you're feeling like, hey, I need, you know, a break and saying, look, like for a small period of time, for a couple of days, for a week, for two weeks, could you just handle this duty? Like, could you handle bath time and bedtime duty for me just so I can get an hour back of time in the evening time to, I don't know, to just, you know, meditate, read a book, or just even if you just want some peace and quiet. So that's like a perfect example of of taking a break for a period of time and just saying like, hey, like I need help in this area. Can you take over for me? And then the, you know, the third thing um, is to schedule dedicated time to do things you find enjoyable. And again, these things sound really simple, but think about it. When is the last time you scheduled dedicated time, all right, that you say, you know what, on my calendar, I'm going to block off three hours to do something I find enjoyable. I'll be honest with you. I can't, it's been a very long time that I have done that. Um, now, what do I find enjoyable, me personally? Um I have an Oculus Rift, so, you know, I enjoy playing games on that. Um, you know, I guess I would enjoy, uh, you know, going out getting a snowball or, you know, going to the park and having a picnic or um, working in my garden or, you know what, I know one, getting some really good snacks. Like, have you ever got really good movie snacks and brought them home? in the evening time, turned all the lights off, and you had a really good movie you wanted to watch. Now that, my friends, is some really good dedicated time, right? Um, and, you know, again, right, the the key word in, to me, or the key theme in all these examples is really self-care. And what I realized that, you know, we as parents can't we can't give what we don't have. And I kind of akin it to a cell phone. You know, we all have cell phones or, you know, you know, some mobile device. If we don't charge those things up, those things are not going to function properly. And, and when they're dead, they're no use to us. So as parents, if we feel disconnected from ourselves, if we feel emotionally drained, if we feel like on the stress, you know, we can't be the nurturing um, and patient parents we want to be. We can't be compassionate. We won't be able to, you know, talk to our kids and deal with the, hey, stop hitting your brother, go sit down with the snack, 
stop writing on the wall. We will not be able to juggle those hats. But I truly, you know, think that if we take time for ourselves and if we really take time to, you know, quote unquote, charge our own batteries and not feel guilty about it, because that's another thing that we talked about, like, I was like, hey, why don't you just do X, Y, Z? And the first thing she said was, well, I would kind of feel guilty about doing that. And we shouldn't feel guilty about doing that because charging those batteries for us and getting what we need, that's going to, that will allow us to be able to give our children what they need. And so let's talk about your action item for this podcast. Again, if you've been listening to Each episode, you know, I always like to talk about a good action item, something that you can do. And I think that last example is the best example. Um, I would definitely challenge you uh, sometime soon to schedule some dedicated time and do something you find enjoyable. And look, I know we we all have to do lists. I have a bunch of them and they are a mile long, but... I definitely encourage you and everyone to schedule dedicated time and, you know, write them down and pick something you enjoy. And if it's something you enjoy doing alone, fine. If, if it's something you want to do with your mate, you know, like we just like, and this just ha- what, well, and this just happened like a day ago, you know, we found out some good news and my wife ordered dinner to the house and she and I told the kids, Hey, go downstairs by your sister, by your big sister. And we took like 15 minutes and just talked and ate dinner in the bed. And that was it. It wasn't glamorous, but that was fun for us. So that'll be the action item for you guys to work on. So um, in case you're interested, I'll tell you how the end of, you know, that story went. Um, You know, we were in the room talking. I saw she was burnt out. I said, babe, you know, what do you need? Uh, and she just couldn't tell me. And I was just trying to find all these different things to go to. And finally, I just, well, actually the kids had asked to go to Five Below and to Walmart to buy snacks. Um, and I just kind of made the executive decision. I told her, I said, look, I said, I'm about to bring the kids to the store. I said, I want you to pack a bag for two or three days. Now, keep in mind, we had had planned stuff to do, like, I think that same week, and I had to go to my brother's general reveal um, and some other stuff. And like any good mother, you know, the first thing she said was, wait a minute, how are you? I said, ah, be quiet. Shut up. You know, be quiet. And, and, And fellas, so fast forward a little bit, I had told her to pack a bag because I had booked her or was going to book her just a weekend at a hotel somewhere in the city where she could just get away. I was not going to tell anybody she was going. The kids didn't know. Um, I said that 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 may be the only time you can tell your wife or girlfriend or partner to shut up, right? (laughs) And they'll be okay with it. Um, If you're saying pack your bags and they're saying, but why? Shut up. Like, you know, um, but, uh, I went and bought the kids to the store, got snacks. I said, by the time I come back, be packed. I hopped on a computer. It was like a Friday afternoon, booked the hotel for the weekend. Told her, come on, get in the car. 
dropped her off and said, I'll, I'll talk to you on Sunday. Call or text if you need to. Here's some money to like Uber Eats and get whatever you want. Um, and, you know, I didn't call. I didn't talk. I didn't bother her the whole time. And, you know, when I picked her back up on Sunday and, you know, she can probably tell you it's better than I can, but it was as if she was walking on a cloud. You know, she got in the car and she just looked, I mean, she looked refreshed, you know, and just those three days, you know, where she could just have some peace and relax and just eat some good meals, um, really did a world, you know, of good. And we even talked about, you know, like, you know, how we could budget to, you know, every, you know, little while she could take a little, you know, like momcation, so to speak, you know, um, you know, you know, and the kids even was like, where I was, you know, I, I, I think like the next day the kids were like, wait a minute, like, where's, you know, where's mom at? And I was like, your mother is on a momcation. Okay. We're not going to bother her. We don't need to FaceTime and call her whatever you need. I can do. And then obviously the first question is, so what do we eat? And I was kind of like, oh crap, I did not think about food. <laughs> um, but hey, like all good dads do, nothing is easier than a good pizza or a couple of hot dogs or some fast food. So there you go. So yeah. So, um, but again, you know, moms, dad, I do encourage you guys that if you are feeling burnt out, um, please take, please take those things seriously. I also realize, and the reason why I want to talk about this topic so much is because, you know, in talking to other dads about this, other moms about it too, I started to hear a common theme that we sometimes don't realize that, you know, for example, let's just say you have a dad that's burnt out, right? And he starts to, you know, be emotionally disconnected, not doing as much escaping. What's going to happen to the other person, the mom? Well, if at first we were doing 50-50 of the parenting, and I'm now only like running on 10%, now she's got 90%. And so if I'm burnt out, guess who's going to be burnt, burnt out too? She is. And then you're going to have two burnt out parents. And guess what? We both can't go to a hotel at the same time, okay? Who's going to run this household, all right? So that's why I think this topic was a very important topic to just touch on and talk about. Um, and look, if you have a comment or opinion, I always you know, advise people um, to reach out through Anchor and leave a voicemail. I love hearing from people uh, comments or questions um, that you have, um, you know, about a show. Well, I'm excited to get that last one in the books. Um, you know, just going to kind of give you a quick recap and some takeaways that, hey, parental burnout is a real thing, okay? I have experienced it firsthand. I've seen it firsthand. Um, please do take it seriously, and please do take parental self-care seriously. Um, I think the biggest takeaway is just knowing 
some of the ways to combat that burnout and really keeping yourself fresh and keeping yourself energized. Um, I want to thank you if you have been a listener uh, thus far. This has been an amazing time. Um, I actually started this podcast last year on Father's Day, and Father's Day is about a week and a half away, so it has come a full year circle of me doing this podcast, and I'm still doing it. Um, you know, there has been some bumps in the road, but I'm still fighting through it. Um, and I'm definitely going to come back strong with season two. Um, I'm going to really have some things solidified. Like, for example, I'm going to finally pick one intro music background song and stick to it. Um, I'm working on a new intro. Um, and in season two, you are going to hear more than just me. Um, I am going to make a promise to the listeners and to myself that uh, for every episode in season two, we're going to have a guest. So that'll be fun. So every episode, we will have a guest or a co-host um, that will be giving their insight on a given topic or a given theme. So that'll be up. So so uh, that'll be season two. Um, and you can also check out. Um, uh, we've got a brand new website that is up and running. I just finished it in preparation for season two. Um, so you can check out the new website at becomingagreatdad.com. It has a lot of information. You can uh, sign up for our email group. Um, you can check out some of the other podcast episodes. And you can even sign up to be a guest on an upcoming episode as well, too. Um, you can listen to us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and also Anchor.fm. So it's been a fun journey. Thank you for listening again. Again, I'm going to go ahead and sign out for the last episode of season one. And uh, I'll see y'all back for season two.